Film Gear Show Special. This is Norman Sanzo. I've just watched the My Little Pony movie, and I have some friends here. Hello. Hi. So um, let's introduce from my left, Julie the Dragon. Hi, everyone. And I forgot to ask you what do you want to be called because I know your real name. I'm not sure if you want to tell everybody in the world. So how would you like to be addressed? No, I'm just Ash. Ash. All right. Yes. Now I remember the YouTube. What's your YouTube channel again? Eccentric. Hard to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll leave a link in the description or something. Yes, something like that. But still, um, me and my friends, we watched the My Little Pony movie. Ash is a bit special because she's working <laughs> for the press, so she gets <laughs> she get early access to the movie. But well, let's go in. Well. Let's try not to go spoilerish, but let's try something. So, anywho, how do you guys like the movie? Like personally, for me, I kind of like it. Like I really enjoyed it. And you, Dragon? Well, I enjoyed it. I have to say, it was a um, little more than I expected. Really? Now, what do you mean by that? Well, again, we're not trying to spoil anything. So, uh, it's an MLP movie. At the end of the day, it was. Well, it worked out well as far as I'm concerned. All right. What about you, Ash? Mm, well, having having watched it twice, my opinion has changed slightly because it seemed to have gotten better the second time around because I missed a pretty important part of the movie the first time around. So wait, you told me earlier before we recorded that you were writing a review for it. So. Does this change? Like, does your overall opinion change from your initial viewing to the second one? Uh, very slightly, but my stance on the movie is still about the same. Uh, all right. Because yeah. my opinion about the movie is like, if you were a kid watching it and the parents, I'd give you a different rating, and if you were a fan watching it, I give it a different rating as well. Because like, I can't, I can't speak for both at the same time. Like, Fair enough. As a fan, I felt that maybe it's more it's more interesting. Like the animation value is better, a lot of familiar voices to be had. Uh, some of the new characters are really great. But as a kid, you just want the pretty colors. The parents want the PG rating, uh, and they and they want yeah, and they want the and they want nice songs and you know, flash flash boom boom. All right. So, um, Ash. I- do you consider yourself a fan or a casual? I'm a fan. Oh, I'm a fan. Right, right. Don't doubt me. <laughs> you, you didn't show your colors, that's why. <laughs> but yeah, um, as for me, I say I like it. And yeah, the whole movie experience, thingy going into it. Okay, a lot of people have told me about the movie, like how it is. Expect yourself not to... It says like, expect it to be bad kind of thing. And to be honest, I like it. Like I would, I knew what to expect. Like people said, it was a rush job, something like that. It felt rush. And here's the thing: you've been watching My Little Pony for seven years now. If you want to add more, you include the Equestria Girl line of stories, and everything's a rush job. Like, trust me, season seven and the season six and the season four, five, and so on. It's Rush, including the Equestria Girls movie 1, 2, 3, 4, and a lot of the sex machina is there. So, for this movie, yeah, I, I was expecting it. I was surprised it was not there. 
Well, the thing is, the, the movie was only an hour and thirty nine minutes. I did feel it was kind of rushed, but if you are if you are used to the show, yeah, I I didn't feel it was rushed. You mentioned that it, someone told you that it was rushed, but I didn't feel the 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 rush too much either. There was a segment in the very near the very end, I think about twenty minutes before the show ended. It was probably the only thing it was rushed. Now I'm not gonna spoil it, so I'm not gonna say which part is it. But that was for the but three minutes. I felt that piece was rushed. What three minutes? This is near the ending, like no, no, no. Twenty minutes before the ending. Ah, okay. Uh, Twenty minutes before the ending, there was a segment, a small segment that I felt it was rushed. Um, but. That's the only part. Well, you know, uh, I'm not going to say what it is, of course. You know, ladies and gents, he's telling me all this, and I just watched the movie, and I don't even know which part he's talking about. So, this is how not in sync this is to me. Like, people say it's rush. I don't think so. Even though if I do think so, I don't really see it. Yeah. But, yeah. In, in order to not to spoil, I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Ash, what do you think? Like, do you agree with us? I'm going to give you a really, really, really unpopular opinion right now. In terms of pacing, I think this movie was better than Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> I don't think I was going to uh, disagree with you. Yeah, though. I mean, like, everybody <laughs> knows. That. Like, okay, Batman vs. Superman, that one was a crap show. The whole story could have been solved if they, the two heroes, <laughs> quote-unquote heroes, just quote unquote. talk. Like, think about it. You have Batman who says that even there's a chance that he might be evil. Like a 1% chance. We must take it as absolute. Like 1%. Dude, do you know your animated counterpart has countermeasures for almost everything and he still treats Clark like a buddy? No, he treats Clark like a human. Like friend, <laughs> buddy, human, but still. <laughs> oh boy. But Zack Snyder's Batman, whatever it is, that's besides this point. Yeah, but I, I, that one, that was terrible. That was terrible. You, you can clearly tell that I do not like that movie. I didn't go watch it. I did pay for it, and I can moan and right. grumble about it. <laughs> but what you say is kind of true, yeah. And do you guys agree that could this problem be solved by talking or not? Which problem? Just confirm for the audience. The My Little Pony movie. Like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like when I say Batman could be easily solved by the two heroes talking, right? Can this movie be solved by the two, the antagonist and protagonist talking? No. Nah. nah. Not possible. No. Nope. <laughs> Just before I spoil anything, mm. the purple bad guy in the show, Tempest, yeah. she's Tempest. already been mentioned, right? Yes. Yeah, so Tempest would not be able to, to talk it out. No way. Yeah. She was, it's not that you know, she can't, she doesn't want to. I still think she can't, but that's my opinion. But like, anyway. no, uh, actually, Twilight did try. Remember that one part where, oh, uh, maybe we can talk it out? Something uh, like that? Is that part of spoilers? Well, come on. It's the very beginning of the show. so it's like. And Twilight would try to make friends with anybody, with anybody and everybody. So yeah, that's kind of a given. Fair enough. She tried at least. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't say that, oh no, Twilight is just one bad person. Like, she just goes in and fights like Batman would do. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I'm really... That, oh. that, that would just spoil the show for everybody. <laughs> no, but, no um, talking about new characters, we have Tempest, Storm King, Capper, the small... Uh, grubber. Grubber. <laughs> the... Uh, Sipony, or is it the princess and queen? 
Uh, I think they are called sequestrians. Sequestrians? I think so. I'll tell you something later. It has something to do with the season 7 finale. Finale. That has, is one episode I haven't seen yet. <laughs> it has something to do with the season 7 finale. But that is another discussion for another day. Okay. But uh, what do you guys think about the characters? Like, um, Ash, what about you? Um, in any order you like? In, in all of the uh, seven characters, was it? Six. Um, thereabout. I really, really like Temper Shadow. She's not, uh, she's not as one-dimensional as usual MLP villains tend to be. Cause like, I mean, you've seen them all. You've seen Discord in the early days. You've seen T-Rex. You've seen Sombra. All throwaway villains. And to be perfectly frank, Storm King is not too different. He, no, Storm King, I think, is a bit different in terms of his goals. He is an established villain who knows what he wants and who is already getting it. That's what I think of him. His personality is all over the place. I think he's cocky and overconfident. Yeah, that's probably the case. Mm. And he needs to spend more on his marketing budget. But <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, she's not really one-dimensional. Um, she has her reasons why she turned bad. And I believe she's got more backstory elaborated in the... No. Uh, no? I, I uh, in the comics, I think. Okay, before going into this movie... There exists the My Little, Pony, My Little Pony movie prequel comics. There's four issues, starting with King, uh, Storm King, Pirates, Kepper, mm-hmm. and then lastly is Tempest. Mm-hmm. So they explain a bit of the backstory for each of these characters, like how the Storm King invaded this one country, and then how Kepper had to escape the country, and then got involved with the pirates. And then how the pirates got involved with the Storm King and then suddenly Tempest came around and it explains a bit of the character's backstory. And I would say go read it before you go watch the movie if possible. If not, like you didn't read it, right? No, nope. I didn't. Neither did I. So experience ruined or not? No, nah, not really. No, nah, not really. But, but I would still pick it up after the movie to find out more about the characters, I mean. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Spoiler, so I can't say I can't say what I just about wanted about to say, but <laughs> <laughs> good catch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the t- sorry, uh, that's Tempest. But what about the rest? Like um, we're still on you with characters. Um, again, I feel that the Storm King is a little bit of a throwaway villain. Like, mm. um, I find that some movies these days have have this thing I call Sephiroth syndrome. <laughs> They they have they ha- they talk about the character nonstop like there's some this super big threat they need to stop it it's really really bad, but the bad guy shows up for like this long, and then like towards the end of the movie for like maybe five or ten minutes maximum, and then they get defeated, and that's the end. The heroes win. The day is saved. That kind of stuff. I see what you mean by the Sephiroth syndrome because we all the the main heroes for seven they talk about oh Sephiroth do this Sephiroth do that he's very evil and to prove the point uh, Sephiroth killed this one character in the game so it's like oh my god he's so bad because he killed one of the main characters we can use Phoenix down right no story plot contrivers doesn't work so oh no main character sad so, main characters oh. actually run around killing people all the damn time nobody bats an eyelid. You know, uh, Phoenix Down cannot be used because it was not a battle. <laughs> uh, no comment. That I could go on, but yeah, let's not. Let's not. But um, the thing is, uh, yes, I do agree with you that the Storm King is kind of a throwaway character. But I do like his personality, and I was a bit disappointed with how they portrayed him. He he is kind of that goofy. Okay, 
how do I put this? Do you guys remember the 94 Street Fighter movie? Oh, that was mm. bad. I don't think I remember that. <laughs> that was yeah, terrible. Yeah, but do you remember M. Bison? Like, oh, how his character is oh, oh, oh. like, like? He is one of those goofy characters that, oh my god, you're so bad, but I enjoy you. And I think the Tom King's done. Like, I really like mm. Okay, but, I'm sorry. You said Street Fighter movie and Bison. I have to just say this. Like, j- just mm. in case any fan remembers of this, about this, one Bison dollar will be ten British pounds. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Well, at least they decided to go away from the norm instead of, you know, scowly, bad, broody, bad guy ah, who true, true. just wants to destroy the world because he can. Well, he can. He's proving it. And he also has good marketing strategy. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh. So, that's Storm King. What else? I don't really know what the bad guy's troops are called. The pirates? The, not, oh, those no, 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 no. The Those big... The henchmen's are... I'll just call them yetis for the sake yeah. of for the sake of they making it easy. Like mm-hmm. they're not explain what they are. They're just the brute force, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the small one, which I'm not, which is uh, grabber, gra- grabber, grabber. He he just he just exists purely for comic relief. He does absolutely nothing else. In all honesty, yeah, yeah I do he's agree. The, that, he's the announcer. Yeah, I, I do agree <laughs> that um, putting Michael Pena in that role was kind of genius, but. From what we got on screen and from what they were hyping up, I think they wasted their money. Like Hasbro wasted their money on Michael Pena. Nah, I think he did add his own kind of flair to the show, comical as it is. But uh, it's an MLP movie. You can't be too too uh, rooted in the main story. You had to have something. I mean, Derpy's around and Derpy's always. And in several episodes in the normal weekly episodes Derpy adds a little bit of fun into it she's not required to be honest and I'm, again nothing against any Derpy fans out there but if you, even if she's not around the show would be there is not she doesn't need to be there but she's there and adds another dimension to it well, that's true but when you think about it right in terms of what he gave to the show and what mm-hmm. like just think about it like what he gave and what was given mm-hmm. it's like not really you didn't need to be there to mm. like, I understand you have to be the comic relief kind of character but you didn't really need to be there at mm. all like the scene would have done well I mean yeah you're there you exist okay you like to eat candies or treats so yeah I mean that's that's what I took out of it like to me he's kind of a throwaway character that if he's there it's cool if he's not there he's cool mm. like to me when you say Michael Pena is going to be in the movie right I think about Ant-Man like think about how Ant-Man was and how his character was there and he at least gave something to it like the, his comedy timing was absolutely perfect especially the scene where he explained to Ant-Man about how someone saw Spider-Man blah, 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 and so on and or how he explained something about something about a project like that whole scene there was awesome, and I don't think they use him properly in terms of his talent and his capability. To be honest, I don't know who the actor is, and it, well, to me it doesn't really matter to me who, who the actor is. But the Grubber character itself, I felt was worth being there. I, I may, you may disagree with me, Norman, in that case, but. I think Grubber's character there, it worked out for me. I enjoyed, I actually enjoyed his silliness. Alright, alright. I mean, at least he 
was there for something and some people like it or not, right? Yeah, he had a purpose. He basically says all the nonsense that Tempest doesn't have to say because if she were to say any of the stuff that he had to say, it would have, might have broken her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, would have, yeah. it would have brought her character down in, in, in her... Yeah, break her character would be right. Yeah, and I think the, the her threat, her menace, her appearance, like if he were, she, if she were to say, oh, that, that's over, like, oh, wow, that's... Oh, wow. That came out of the field. Yeah, she doesn't have a humorous bone in her body. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's gone no. because of one part. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> but I think but, Emily Blunt did a damn good job. Though. Oh, yes, totally. I totally agree. Like, we, we talk about the actors later. What about the pirates? I actually like the pirates. Yeah, I do. Uh, I like the pirates. <laughs> they, they didn't seem to... They didn't really get much uh, screen, screen time. time. And... But at least they are like pretty unique, and also, ah, uh, you know what's going to happen? Oh, there's a new species of creature on the show, and it's canon. Unleash the OCs! <laughs> <laughs> it um, happened when the Diamond Dogs came out. Oh, true, true, and that was a while back. Um, and the pirates, like, yeah, they they were awesome. Like seriously, the pirates were awesome. I, I, I it's hard for me to explain why I like them without spoiling the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But. They were awesome. Like, the appearance, the... First thing first, they're parrots. Yep. Kind of parrots. Or, I think they're parrots. I like, think they're like parrots or yeah, birds they're, or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're avians, like, at least. They're avians. Yeah, they're avians. But when you think about it, like, wow, you guys are really weird. Yeah, but I like the reason of them being parrots. Because if you think of pirates, your standard pirate always has a parrot on his shoulder. So the parrot becomes the pirate. It's a very nice twist to it. And on top of that, their their artwork, their style, and uh, what we call this, like their whole thing is their their design. Yes, the design is really good. And the song that they had in there, I think, is available on YouTube. If you want to go check it out, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, funny! Yes, good pun. <laughs> that came to me like. Uh, 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 but still, I'm trying to look for the actress name who played. Um, the pirate captain, Captain... Who was uh, Kalino. Uh, Castellano. Like, wow. Hard to pronounce name. Yeah. I'm trying Why, to Hasbro? her <laughs> name. Because she, uh, if I can get it right, uh, uh, the actress who played the Captain Pirate is uh, the same actress who played Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm Big name, so. Ah, Michelle Kribus in the movie. Really now? Yeah, they had they actually had quite a few big names in the movie for this one. No, Michelle Kribo is the oh, oh, actress play Apple Bloom. Yeah, but what what does she get to voice this time? I don't know. I'm just looking at IMDb right now as we talk. And uh give me a second, I'm trying to look for the actress's name. Uh I'm guessing people on the internet's already found her name, but oi yo yo. Uh but like you know, I'll just complete my sentence. Ah, Zoe Saldana. That's her. Oh, you found it. Okay, <coughs> cool. So, anyway, um, Zoe, she played Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. She also played the Blue Alien from Avatar. Really? Yes, oh, okay. she did. So, she's being an alien. It's nothing new for her. So, I think she played her role quite well. And the thing is, I didn't really know that was her. <laughs> when you hear her voice, when you see the acting, like, did you know that was Gamora? No, I did not. Like, Wow, no. that was just too good, like too awesome. 
Trigger, what do you think of the captain? Oh, she is spunky. I really did like her. It was quite nice on how... Okay, again, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say it. But at the end of the day, the character from when the the main six meets her to the end of the movie, you can see a really big change, and I enjoyed it. I mean, you could see her character is there, but very... You know what? I'm not going to stop it right there. But I'm just going to leave it at... From the moment they met the, they met her till the point at the end of the show, the character did really well as as the actress did really well in playing her role, as well as the fact that the character uh, evolved. Could you say that maybe without yeah, trying to spoil it? <laughs> yeah, it, it the the flow from the very beginning to the end was actually quite good. I enjoyed the pirate. In fact, in a way, I enjoyed all all the, all of the pirates that they were. Each one of them had their own characteristics. It was quite good to watch. True, true. And let's go for Kepper. I I was sitting between two girls, mm-hmm. like uh, they're part of our group, and uh, I think one of our buddies, Amy, she really, really likes Tay Diggs. Who? Okay. Oh, whoops. Kepper. Yeah, right, right, right. And what do you guys think of Kepper? Like, I think he was kind of a cool character. He's very charming. He's the con artist character, like the tropish kind of thing. Like gravity swoops over him. Like, yeah, oh. that that was that made Spike upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, what do you think of him? Like, I personally like him. And the voice actor uh, T. Dix did a good voice. Uh, sorry, the actor T. Dix really did a good job. Uh, I feel that if they gave him a sword and he got him to fight, he would have been a very good. Puss and Boots kind of character, <laughs> but no. So his charisma is there, like Puss and Boots. Puss is a character. Uh, charisma is there. So yeah, he was a good character, but I kind of wish they gave him more, one or two more layers. If you know what I mean. Mm. He, he was he was very very two dimensional to a point. He got a lot more layers at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand but, later. <laughs> but the thing is, in the comics, there's more. Like, if you go read the comics, the prequel comics, there's more. And here's the thing. I like his character not because of what I read in the comics, but you guys mentioning that, oh, I wish he had more layers. Bing! The prequel comic did give him a few uh, layers. Alright, then I have to read the comics then. I haven't yes. got a chance to read them And yet. they even explain some... They're not really explain. Sorry, the prequel comic explains something that happened later on, where there's the lone shark guy named... Uh, Verko, mm-hmm. the mole kind of character, he was going to do something okay. with something, and he says like, "Oh, sorry, Kaper says, uh, I got something that can settle my debt in full." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the prequel comic, it explains what. That, that, uh, now, if I read that, then I'll then the the movie will that segment will make a lot more sense. Yes, but as far as you guys know, it could have been oh, uh, this guy did something and then owes a lot of that like uh, standard con character yeah okay I'm not gonna spoil it for the fans but um, when you see that scene that what uh, Kappa owes what's the guy's name again uh, the, Virko Virko uh, that scene I love Rarity's reaction that was funny <laughs> okay you go watch it yes yes <laughs> so um, moving on to the hope uh, hippos <laughs> Oh, the sea ponies in this case. Hippos are funny. Yep. 
Look for the hippos. Look for the hippos. <laughs> so, um, Princess Sky Star, her character. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Like, is she the typical fish out of water character? <laughs> I'm using fish out of water. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but uh, honestly, do you think that she's the typical Disney princess that I want more kind of thing like no. Ariel? Or... <laughs> no. no, she's no. just really, really, really bored. <laughs> she's also extremely perky. That, I like, think she'll give uh, Pinkie Pie a run for her money for being perky. True, true. <laughs> so, um, Ash, what do you think like, of the princess Sky Star? Mm, also, probably going to be an unpopular opinion. I think I think the sea ponies do absolutely nothing for the movie. Like, if the movie didn't have them in it, also it would have been exactly the same to me. <laughs> uh... Tinly veiled marketing ploy to sell more toys by Hasbro. True, I don't doubt you on that. Yeah, so yeah, mm, okay. But what do you think of? Uh, I like Queen Novo more. She says. Mm, but uh, what do you think of Christine Kensworth, like as her voice acting? Voice role? acting was all right. Basically, they managed to convey like a possibly very very bored princess who's very excitable <laughs> to see new people, and she definitely has a heart in the right place. Like. Uh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. <laughs> she's there. She's there in the trailer. You figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yes, we have censored it so that you do not hear what's going on. <laughs> and what do you guys think of Queen Novo? Oh, I like her. I like the voice actor a lot. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's like my second. She's like my second favorite character in the movie, besi- behind uh, behind uh, Tempest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, voice actress for Queen Novo is Uzo Aduba. Yeah, I don't really know the the voice actor because like this is I think this is my first time coming across her. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I haven't played, heard that name either actually. I think she played a few roles besides this one. I mean, come on, she's very popular. I think she plays Origins in the New Black. Um, <sighs> what else did she play? Who she played in Steven Universe really now? Whoa. Uh, who? Uh, Bismuth. Oh, yeah, watch it. Bismuth. Bismuth. Uh, B i s m u t h. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know the character, but I don't actually watch the show. Uh, Neither do I. Well, she does a lot, and she's also uh, SNL alumni. That's cool. But still, um, back onto ponies. The queen. You say you like her. She has a lot of sass. What do you think overall? I like. Okay, when I originally saw you see like this majestic, off white, slightly pinkish. I'm not entirely hundred percent sure what color is she. Quote unquote celestial. Yeah, she's got. I thought it was more cream than anything else, but okay. Yeah, but the art, the art on the sticker shows she's pink. But when you look at her movie, she looks like very, very white, almost pink. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> so basically, she's Celestia Fishhorn. <laughs> almost. Yeah, you're right. See, like, the, the stickers does show that she's more pink than anything else. <laughs> but yeah, when you look at it, you expect her to be like maybe this regal princess or something. Like Celestia. Yeah. Oh, then suddenly she comes out and I'm like, damn girl, <laughs> like whoa. I, know. I, I was like, like. Fam, I love this. I love this lady already. Well, but the thing is, she's not a princess. She's a queen. <laughs> to explain it better, you look at Princess Celestia. That's supposed to be a queen. Well, yeah, supposed unquote, to be. She quote, was quote. a queen in the original Bible story, but they changed it for marketing reasons. But of in course. the end, that's how you supposed to act like a queen. But no nah, man, like she ain't taking I, no. <laughs> Mama ain't taking no. That's not a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so her character was interesting I like the voice actress for her and yeah she's overall enjoyable it's a shame she doesn't have more lines True. what the hell 
Yeah, but when she, I did like uh, watching when she, her facial expressions softened a bit. In again, no spoilers, but when her facial expressions softened a bit later in the show, you could see a te- a sense of you know softening and willing to accept that kind of feeling. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it was it was nice to see that scene actually. True, true. Mm. And yeah, but then again, I wouldn't, I, I would, I won't be too harsh on her uh, character before the softening because having a daughter that perky, yeah, I, I, I probably get a headache too. Yeah, <laughs> pinky pie fish form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's overall the new characters. I think we didn't cover the Storm King's actor, right? Yeah, I think we didn't we didn't yeah, uh, bring we, up who the, who was the voice yeah. actor for Storm King. So he is Levi Sheriber. Um You may know him from shows like X Men Wolverine Origins. He plays Sabretooth. What? Okay. Yes, I know, right? And he also plays other stories involving a very very bad guy that kills a lot of people. And the only reason why he did this movie was so he can. Have a movie where his kids, young, I mm-hmm. think around eight to nine mm-hmm. or so, can watch this movie. Daddy's in the show. Daddy's in the show. Yes. <laughs> so it was technically for the lulz. Uh, of for his the children's yeah. children's lulz. And honestly, I do like his acting. He really portrayed the Storm King really, really well. Unfortunately for, I won't say him, but the writers didn't really use him to the fullest yeah yeah he, he to be honest the, even though the scrum king was supposed to be the main bad guy in the show he was kind of forgettable as far as I'm concerned mm. <laughs> and to be honest right the prequel comic do him justice oh so the comics did him justice but the movie itself made him quite sad <laughs> yes there's, there's a few things okay I'll spoil quote unquote the prequel comic so you go buy so you guys can go buy and read it first thing the Storm King had a second in command and he was thinking about oh all this uh, power I have but I don't have anything to I don't have anyone to share it with I should probably get a friend or something like that Uh. I have my second in command this shadow person guy he's kind of my good buddy so I think I want to open up shadow buddy person step back steps in and they're like oh yeah nice timing then later on Storm King gets revenge uh, destroys the shadow person thingy. And then, uh, at the end of the prequel comic, book 4, um, Storm King asks Tempest to... No, not really us. Tempest's whole thing is to get something. Tempest stole something from the Storm King, got it back, and the Storm Tempest asks, what do you want to do with it? Oh, simple. Destroys item. Just because he doesn't want any other power. Like, he doesn't want anybody else to have the power. Mm-hmm. So, he wants to have the ultimate power. Like, he's the only bad guy that has the power. It's the same scenario, like, if all guns are gone, except I have the only gun, mm. that makes me all mighty and powerful kind of scenario. Ah, okay. <coughs> so, the prequel comic does justice. So, go read it if you get the chance. It's really worth. Mm. Okay. So, to reiterate, he had a shadow something person as his second in command. Then he got backstabbed. Then, after that, he got another another shadow something to replace that. 
like when I say shadow person, it's really smoke shadow thingy kind of character. Ah, but okay. doesn't have to do with whatever is in the past. This is just OC character that's meant to be killed off. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's for the new characters and their prequel comics. What about the existing ones? The quote unquote main seven. Oh, all right. You are not. You are including Spike. Yes. <laughs> How could you forget him? Took me a second when you said seven. <laughs> Spike is so forgettable. <laughs> oh, wow. Dragons exist to be exploited. <laughs> well, I, well, you you now you can see where Dragon Breath round comes from. <laughs> you know he's so exploited that when he turned them into uh, wait, hold on, the underwater part is in the trailer, right? Yes. So I can say this without spoiler. I pity post by why the hell did they turn him into that underwater creature? You know why did they turn him into a dog in the Equestria Girls movie? Mm. So it's like ah, poor Spike. He's always getting the short end of the stick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was also quite funny when the poor fuller didn't know what was going on. What's happening to me? What's happening to me? Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the main characters, let's go for Twilight first. Like Twilight in this movie has an interesting development from start to end. Like, oh, this is really spoiling. Like, yeah, you really want to bring that no, up? No, no, no. <laughs> so, the thing is. Development for Twilight is there, even though if people might predict it ten years away. Like, mm-hmm. I think to me, well, for me, I don't really think so. Like, I can understand the development reason behind things. Is yes, it? Re- I can understand reasons behind the things, and it does develop her character well, makes her more more of a character. Like, it develops her seven plus years of. Character mm. building, something like that. I guess it. Ma- I guess you can say it matures her slightly. Mm. Like the way some of the characters behave. Like uh, I personally, when I look at it, it's like God, why did you do that? You are an idiot. <laughs> but in the end of the day, it still fits their personality. Like Applejack is stubborn. Pinkie Pie is made of. It's a ball of energy that trusts people a bit too much. Uh, uh, Rarity is vain and melodramatic. Yeah, I think it comes in the same package. <laughs> Buy one free one. Mm. Uh, and Rainbow Dash has her ego has an ego size of a blimp. So if you if you watch the movie, like you may look at it and say, "God, why do you do this? It's so idiotic. Are you stupid or something?" And I'm sure Twilight will agree with me in some of the situations. Mm. By the end of the day, it still ties in the character. They will act that way because that is what they are like. Yes, and that's the thing that I find it enjoyable because uh, some of their uh, cons are mm. their pros in their own world, like. If you pull them out of that world, for example, Pinkie Pie being too trusting and whatnot, being mm-hmm. a bit too loud, in a world of, let's just say they're in Mos Eisley. Not in the best place. Like, oh, they're... <laughs> oh, yeah. God, no. She'd be skinned and sold in slavery so <coughs> fast. Yep, totally. But the thing is, Pinkie Pie is going to be Pinkie Pie no matter what you do. She's going to be that... Yeah, like rem- yeah, reminds us of reminds me of our friend Saint Pinky. Oh yeah, <laughs> but hey, he's going to be him, and yeah, he's going to be him, and Applejack's going to be honest and things. But I heard Skeptical a review, too. or I read a review mm-hmm. that a fan kind of linked to me and synopsized 
for me. Mm-hmm. It says that some of the characters are not even worth it. Like, if Latisha was not there, the movie would have uh, still continued on without her. Latisha, Applejack, and Rarity. These three characters, if they were not there, things would have been okay. Like, Yeah, you are right about that. The only characters that made a difference was Pinky, Twilight, and Rainbow Dash. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to say this, but I kind of expected it. It's like there for reasons. Like I kind of expected this to happen. So it's like, oh, well, yeah. If they had more time, like if they had two hours to work with, mm-hmm. probably. Mm. But so it, it all goes back to the whole Hasbro or whoever developer is rushing it again. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, but if you actually do analyze deeper into the movie. Uh, again, spoilers, so I'm just going to try and summarize it. They do actually play their certain parts. Like, Rarity actually plays a relatively important part, even as small as it is. It's minute. but it, It's minute, but it's there and it's still important. And Applejack also has a has a role, even though it comes very, very late. And it's and it's still there. Fluttershy, on the other hand, I've got no idea what she's supposed to do. Like, that's the problem with Fluttershy for most cases, because even in the series people don't really know what to do with her. Like, they always do the whole, oh, I'm meek, I'm shy, oh, please, somebody. Oh. That's not a word! Comes on the whole sh- That's not a word! Yeah. Everybody, back off. Yep, yep. Yeah, she talks She talks down a dragon. How nice is that? Mm. Early episodes, by the way. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, that's always the default for writers when they write Flutter Shy. So, for the movie scale, like, uh, well, I do like this one scene where Flutter Jai- I do, like, <laughs> I do like this one scene where Fluttershy talks a guy down so yeah that's okay that's awesome and funny and cool so yeah. but still it's part of her charm but the thing is in the movie it was kind of wasted potential like but the thing is what could she really do in that huge situation like she's out of her element altogether yeah quite because like even on a normal even on a normal episode she's like relatively quiet and uninvolved. Like, unless the episode is entirely settle- settles around her. And Discord. Yeah, yeah. And Discord. And, oi. Talking about Discord, right? Things could have been easily solved. What, if they pulled in Discord? Yes. Think about it. But I'm reformed. I don't do this. That's not a word. Anymore, no. I don't want Celestia to turn me into a statue again, No. <laughs> You know, that's that's funny seeing... Well, I'm not going to say anything, but the movie... You, you, you'll find out... If you're going to watch the movie, you'll find out why I say that's funny when Ash said, Celestia will turn me into a statue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um... That's... what well, I think we covered most of the main six because I think Twilight has the most development. Yeah, um, well, she is supposed to be the princess of friendship and the whole thing revolves around friendship. So, yeah, yeah. she had the most development. Yeah, and I think for the rest of the characters, they're, they're still the same. They support Twilight. And like I mentioned before, the most screen time or the most the most important characters, quote-unquote, for this movie was Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie and Twilight. If the rest were not there, things mm. would have gone without 
don't know the French. Actually, I'm just going to say this a little bit just for the fun of it. Um, Ash, you mentioned this earlier in the show. No, the most important character in the whole movie is Derpy. Go oh, find out yes. why. Derpy is this. the real MVP. You go, watch, it out. Yeah, go watch the movie and, and, and tell us that uh, you disagree. <laughs> yes. Porn is better. Click the like button if you agree with me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I think that's... Uh, okay, one more character. Uh, three more characters, actually. The princesses. They're uh, token, they're token characters. They're there just to show you that they're there. Yeah, and that's their, about it. And their eyes are freaky. Like their art are almost the same. They didn't change anything about their looks, but their eyes. Oh, I, I didn't notice the eyes. What was about? I, I feel that everybody's eyes were extra big in in this movie and sparkly to and sparkly. Yes, but problem is, well, not really a big problem. The princess's eyes. They're too big. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I did not notice that. I only noticed that Twilight's eyes were too too damn big. Honestly. Everybody's but, eyes were too damn big. But And all the ponies were chubby. It's like, uh, just uh, before the movie started, everyone had like six cakes every day. <laughs> but they put I, think, on weight. I think that's only on your end. I'm yeah, not maybe, sure. maybe. Did you agree with him? No. Do you they, find they that they're do, chubby? I don't feel that they're chubbier, but their faces seem to be more lot more expressive. Oh, okay. It's not like the same animation quality that yum, 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 yum. It's mm-hmm. like, you can see that actually they move more. Yeah, but their faces are so more... round. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, that's me, that's me. That's the me. camera puts on 10 pounds. Right. Uh, but I Movie also... cameras even worse. <laughs> but I also think that um, the... Ouch. I also think that DHX using Toon Boom instead of um, Flash is a wise choice and wise change. Because mm. animating in Toon Boom, from what I can understand, is much more fluid and much more efficient. Ah, that might explain it. Yes, and it looks really, really good. Like, oh wow! You know what uh, I enjoyed really in the show, and I'm not talking about story or um, anything spoilery. But uh, what I enjoyed was. There is once or twice in the show where they actually followed the Pegasus fly, uh, in flight. Oh, that's very I love that. Um, no, there was also once in the very end, but I'm not uh. going to say where. But they they followed the Pegasus in flight, and I actually loved that. Uh, it was like we were watching from the Pegasus point of view of doing a flyby. That was awesome. Yeah, and technically that's huge budget. Like the money was spent there. Like if you have a video <laughs> game, that one scene, yeah, that was that. But this one, like, my little pony movie. Personally, personally, I love that scene. That was like, awesome. Yeah. And, well, uh, what else did we cover? We covered the Wing 6, new characters. Um, oh, yeah. What about following up on, on what I mentioned? Well? Is there any part of the show that is non-spoilery, but nice, that you think that you enjoy watching? Like I said, I, I love uh, following the, the, the Pegasus in flight. Is there anything that's cinematic or animation that you like from the show? In all honesty, the end scene, that was nice. But that would be a cop-out because oh, end scenes are always the best. <laughs> but I think I would say this one scene where Twilight did some magic to do something part where everybody was free-falling. That part was Oh, oh, oh awesome. yes, that was good. That was, good. That was also quick thinking on her part. But yeah, let's, let's no, not actually, go... Actually, that was not quick thinking. That was pre-planned. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was right, right, yeah, yeah, that was pre-planned. Sorry, sorry. It, uh, one of the other ponies said that was quick thinking, but yeah, fair enough. It was pre-planned. Yeah, but it technically was quick thinking. She had only three seconds to 
um, think of something within that time. She take a look, see at everything she had, and then like, okay, let's do this. Twilight has brains. Oh, she always has. What about you, Ash? Mm, uh, I think one of my favorite scenes was probably when Equestria was being invaded. <laughs> Um, apart from that um, I don't know really I kind of like the movie Like generally as a whole Like I don't really have A favourite song either But I think like The opening But among all the songs Which I heard in the movie I think the opening song Was probably the best mm-hmm. Oh the Which one was that? The friendship song was it? Before or The very beginning Or the One where Rainbow Dash Started everything Uh, The one at the very beginning Ah that one Like mm. What like the first time I watched, the first time I watched the movie, I totally missed the intro. Oh, that, like, yeah, I walked lucky. in just as the bad guy showed up. So that was your I'm, first viewing. Yeah, that's my first viewing. I missed the entire chunk of it. So like now that I actually watched it with the beginning part, and yes, I had I hassled Norman like crazy to get in. Because <laughs> we're gonna miss the intro. We're gonna miss the intro. <laughs> well, we got it changed in, the tone of the movie by a lot. We got in like uh, one advertisement before the movie started, right? A couple of advertisements. A couple. Of, oh, okay. Because we that um, when we went in, a couple started. We were confused about sitting because I forgot to mention one number, and then yes. uh, I think the three of us had to go to the, the three of us had to go to the toilet individually, of course. Oh yes, <laughs> it would be strange to go at the same time. <laughs> but still, um, that was that. And when we came in, we I think we had to suffer one ad. We got to watch a cool uh, turn off your phone advertisement, if, including ponies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And also about PSA uh, about drugs. I remember that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and actually, there was that shot before the. Oh yes, it oh, was yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention because okay, um, one totally of the Patreon supporters, uh, Master of Lag, he told me, uh, "Am I going to review Hanazuki?" Mm-hmm. I was confused because why would I want to review Hanazuki? That's a entirely totally different show that doesn't mm. have to read. Do with ponies. Mm-hmm. He told me that that's going to be in the beginning, like the oh, quote unquote the has uh, the Pixar kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before a Pixar movie, there's another short short skit or something. Yeah, and he said that's what's going to be there. And he says um, something something. I don't really purely remember because I tried to blank things out for this <laughs> scenario for this movie. And oh, that's there. Okay, and I think the animation for this one was bumped up a bit for movie reasons. Mm. And Maybe. I have to say, Hanazuki was kind of cool. I might go watch it. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this was created by Dave Polsky, one of the writers, or written by him. Um, Dave Polsky is one of the writers for My Little Pony. He mm. did a few episodes. I think one of the episodes he did was Twilight Time. So Oh, Twilight Time. Okay. Yeah, but some people like it, some people hate it, but that's besides mm. yeah, so, the so I think I might try and watch Hanazuki yeah, and I think this is what Hasbro was banging in for people to kind of try something new uh, hmm. the artwork kind of looked like a, a Steven Universe meets Adventure Time if you ask me so, yeah, it's not something I, I enjoyed sorry what about you? Uh, Hanazuki I think I know it more as a toy line didn't it start out to be some kind of uh, art online kind of deal and then uh, I'm, not, I'm not really familiar with it so I can't really say Same here Like I heard somebody Told me something like that But I couldn't get A confirmation So it was kind of Interesting to watch It in person And fun But yeah um, Hanazuki was at the beginning uh, It was there And it was fun 
And other than that, um, what else? Like, what else are we missing? I think we're almost mm. done, right? Uh, oh, attention to detail. Oh. That's one thing I want to talk about. Uh, if you were to look throughout the movie, uh, mostly in the areas that where you can actually see Equestria, because everywhere else is like new characters you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, you see background characters you recognize everywhere in the background. You see Minuet, you oh. see Caramel, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you Ooh, see was... them all in the background. <laughs> and you and see Pixie, some... you see Star. Yeah. And, and some of them actually had voices. We yeah, had a few of them, of them had voices. voices. I think Apple Cobbler was in the front or something. I don't remember. Something like that. Like, like you saw that I saw the doctor a few times and by mm-hmm. the doctor I mean doctor who oh I thought you were talking about the doctor that's sitting yeah, several, several seats below us <laughs> no, no, and uh, even in the one of the dancing scenes you had like a whole bunch of ponies look exactly the same but they took the effort to give them all different cutie marks mm. like the attention to detail is there and like bravo oh. clappy clap okay you watched it for a second time I did not notice the I, different I noticed, cutie marks I, miss, I noticed it the first time around oh, so. I did not notice the different I cutie marks I noticed a few things like their dancing was pretty awesome oh, the yes. cutie marks was not there because I was more looking at their hair like <laughs> oh okay, how uh, do you see through all those locks no 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 it's not that one <laughs> like I think some of the characters have black and grey the others have black and yellow so ah. ah that's cool that's cool and the dancing was like all over the place like oh wow okay the animation budget was there too <laughs> and talking about one other character that we forgot to mention is Sia ah. uh, Songbird Serenade oh Songbird mm-hmm. Serenade <laughs> we, we totally forget about her and that's how she is totally forgettable <laughs> Uh, I think she was just there for the star power. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, before the movie, I had no idea who she okay. was. I'm going to get shot here, but who is Sia again? She's a she, singer. It's an actual she, singer. She is an actual singer who is oh. quite popular. And from what I understand, she's from Australia, down oh. under, if I'm not mistaken. This, this kind of reminds me of, like, in the Zootopia, where they actually brought in, uh, Shakira to come and sing uh, as Gazelle. Yeah, but <laughs> technically, Shakira or Gazelle, something like that, I forgot her name, uh, she kind of played a part in the movie yeah a small part uh, there's a speaking role as well but it but, technically yeah. kind of push that character or push the scene or push the movie towards this one angle that it was aiming for and hmm. Shakira or Gazelle or something like that no no Gazelle, Gazelle, Gazelle. just Gazelle yeah Gazelle kind of aimed for like oh wow she's kind of a throwaway character but she was memorable how, how could you say Gazelle's a throwaway character? She was important. Yeah, but the thing is, Gazelle was there, she did her part, and it was awesome. But in the end, if she was not there, movie would still have... Uh, no, I disagree. I disagree. I, I, I personally feel that Gazelle was important to the show, both as a singing role, as a uh, character that uh, had a bit... Even though she had a few lines, I think she's important. But... Again, this is just a little bit of sidetracking for Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as the show was good, let's get back to the yeah, okay. actual. Okay, mm-hmm. so Sia was uh, was oh what's oh what was her name again? Songbird Serenade. Songbird Serenade. I feel that it was nice that she was there, and to be honest, she only had uh, she appeared like in the beginning, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. Again, no spoilers. Somewhere in the middle, she appeared, and at the end, it's enough. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think it's enough. It's technically enough, but. Come on, it's a pony show. We want our quote-unquote cameo character because... Oh, so you wanted Rara back, is it? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Rara back would have been nice. But no, but uh, she lost her we, status. We, at least we got cheese sandwich. Yes, cheese but was there. Speaking role. Uh, sad lah, sad lah. Better on. than nothing. Okay, but come on. See, you got 
cheese sandwich who is Weird Al he had his own 22 minute episode mm-hmm. that was quite awesome you had William Shatner who shared his screen time with um, yeah I remember William, days. I remember William Shatner being in it but what was his role again uh, I forgot Grandpa Pear oh he was Grandpa Pear right Grand Pear Pear yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, you also had uh, Felicia Days who was in the same episode who played uh, Bright? No, not Bright Max, the father. I forgot the name, but still, you had the same thing going on. So it's like you had a lot of things going on for you. Like, okay, you had your own episode. I think, like for Sia, I would like it if Hasbro would pay her to have her own My Little Pony episode in season eight. Like, mm, that would her, be nice. Yeah, at least have her own thing. So at least give us yeah, justification yeah. for her. Reason to you be know, there. That would be good because then it shows that uh, there are more than just one or two stars in the in the MLP universe. Yeah, There'll mean, be more singing stars in there. Yeah, I, I mean you can get um, Songbird Serenade and uh, Contest Coloratura mm-hmm. and have them battle. And you can also have uh, Sia battle with ah, uh, who's the name? I forgot. She won a Grammy or something like that. Um, Sapphire Shores. No, no, no. Um, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Sapphire Shores is also a singer. Wow, I uh, forgot about her. In canon, but she's not a real singer. Uh, I'm talking about the um, Countess Coloratura, her actress who played her. Oof. Oh, wow. wow! I actually remembered her name before. I totally forgot it now. I don't think I've caught up to there yet. You, you you need to catch up with some of the shows, like seriously. But I know you you're, it, you're strapped like, on time. It's I know. It's like okay, I don't. I I've only watched like. Up, maybe up to season 3 like I know everything between season 1 and season 3 then I stopped for a good long while then uh, then I saw a picture of uh, of uh, is King Thorax uh, online T-Rex no Thorax Thorax the oh, changeling yes. the, cha- the new changeling king oh, oh hold on I saw hold, a picture sorry sorry it's Lena Hall yes Lena Hall uh, there we go okay sorry Ash back to you, back uh, you. yeah I saw a picture of him then I'm like what the heck then I went then I went to watch again so I caught up a few more episodes so like Starshine Glimmer is now Twilight's Apprentice. That was cool. Oh, yeah. And some and some other things, but I'm still missing big chunks here and there because it's just like it's like I I really had a WTF. Like, what the hell is that? Hopefully you have the time to binge watch a few episodes then. Yeah. Uh, I finished watching Shokugeki no Soma already, so yeah, I'm free now. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen season three yet, but that's <laughs> another, that's another topic. It, it just started a while ago, but yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. Anime belongs in hey, different world. Okay, so, but 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 when you mentioned that character, the couple of characters now, I enjoyed the episode with T Rex. Maybe because I I still remember the first episode of My Little Pony back in in the eighties. It was Escape from Midnight Midnight Castle. Castle. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> so I when when they brought T Rex back, I'm like, really, he's back? Oh, cool. Then like I saw this wrinkled old prune. Okay, he's gonna get bigger somehow. <laughs> yes, he did, and the way he did was awesome. Yes. But, <laughs> not a discussion huh? for another. But yeah, well, Ash mentioned T Rex, and T Rex the favorite. What my favorite bad guy. Yeah, Honestly, but, but speaking but speaking of coming back, uh, I feel that the Storm King would have been great as a recurring villain for the series. Yes, hmm. it would no. have been fantastic. Yeah, but unfortunately, he yeah, he's got not his good. check he's and ran out. Huh? Oh, yeah, he's yeah, not, he, he cashed his check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ain't coming back. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's getting his check. He got his check. He's out the window now. Yeah, like, here's a pink slip. Shoo. Yep, no, <laughs> no, not pink slip. He took his he took his check and went out. <laughs> Uh, if we really explain it, it will be spoiler. So you guys go yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah, I, think, I, I know. Think one of, it's so hard to hold ourselves back. Every time I see something, that oh, that's sh- not a word. Spoilers. Yeah. Maybe sometime later we'll do a, a uh, another another uh, talk where 
we will just bring up everything. Yes. 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 Now it's too early. Yes, it's too early. Plus we'll... So how do you think? One week later, we do another one. <laughs> and then this time, it's like, you haven't watched it? Shame on you. Too bad. <laughs> I have to think about it. I have to think about it. And I have to ask my other crews. But um, I think... We are almost an hour in, and mm. this was supposed to be a 30-minute thing. <laughs> that never happens. Yes, I know. <laughs> but anywho, um, let's wrap it up. Um, people like to give ratings. I think Rotten Tomato give it a uh, 57 out of Was it? I thought it was, bit, I thought it was a little higher than that. I, no. I heard about that. Like um, Critics were like really slamming it really bad, but a user few. reviews were giving it good. 91% on user reviews. Oh. Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of places in the Rotten Tomatoes scenes were mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. So I am not 100% sure. If you guys are checking it out, please do. I, I give my uh, official rating. Oh, okay, wow. okay. Uh, according to this, My Little Pony, the movie 2017. Oh, what the hell? Go away, go away, foreigner. <laughs> That's Six another point, movie I want to watch. <laughs> 6.8 over 10 for IMDb. Oh, 55% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes ah. and Roger Ebert gave it 1.5 out of 4 so wait uh, Rotten Tomatoes 60 plus no 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 Rotten uh, Tomatoes is 55% oh. but according to Rotten Tomatoes website the audience score is 88% oh, so you can down. see how, how different it is yeah and the uh, Google user score for this is 90% like this movie oh wow so what about us three here like the guys who watch it and the guys who are not getting paid to do this <laughs> so for me personally I like the movie. I enjoyed it. It has its up, it has its downs. The story to me was not, a, I would say predictable. Oh, uh, yes, it was. <laughs> to me. Well, to me too. <laughs> like, to Tomato. Me, it was almost predictable. Like, you get a sense of where things are going. But in the end, it's a pony movie or it's a pony show. So, Things that I was expecting were there, so it's like, oh, okay, this is going to happen. So yeah, all right, okay, I see things how it goes, and I think the animation budget for this one was awesome. The voice acting was awesome, also the song was awesome, and yeah, they're going to get a lot of money out of the soundtrack and a lot of views yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, true, true. And for me, I will give it an eight out of ten. Like, it's not that perfect, but it's not that. Or it's not going to be around a 5 or 6 or 7. I think it deserves the 8. Like, mm. if right. I were to give a 7, it would be something like Blade Runner 2049. Like, I know a lot of people may like it, but to me, Blade Runner is a 7. I enjoy Blade Runner, but then that's another one. No, I haven't watched it yet, so I can't say. But there's <laughs> something else completely. So I give it an 8 out of 10. What about you, Dragon? Alright, uh, let's see. I enjoyed the movie... I enjoyed the characters. The songs were awesome. Uh, all the new characters that came out were great. Personally, uh, let's say Saint Pinky is going to watch the show again on this uh, this Saturday. Mm. If I had the time, I would probably join him as well. That's how much I like the show. However, liking to watch it and my personal rating, it's a little different. I would watch it again, definitely. But personally, I give it a rating of uh, 7 mm. over 10. It wasn't the best show. It was predictable as heck. But I enjoyed it. So it's kind of conflicting there. So I wouldn't be too generous. Nor I wouldn't, nor would I be too much of a critic. I'm kind of like Simon Cowell after he's been told off not to be too harsh on people. <laughs> All, right. All right. So it's a 7 over 10 for me. All right. And if, they had a, if they extended it to at least 2 hours, maybe a bit higher. 
because things wouldn't be so rushed. Right. Alright, yeah. <laughs> but it's an MLB movie. Yeah. And Ash? Uh, okay, I'm gonna say it on two, on two different spectrums here because I did watch it as a movie reviewer once and the second time as a fan. So, uh, on the first run, I would say that the movie is nothing groundbreaking. At the end of the day, it's still a kid's movie. Animation is good. Characters are quite likable and it's not a one-dimensional kid show. Like most kid shows, they're like, they'll go out on some epic adventure and then they'll run into some tiny problems and then they'll save the day. Here, like, if you watch it, there is a genuine feeling of, like, hopelessness. Like, mm. the situation is, like, really bad. It, the show is actually pretty serious, if you look at it. It's not all fun games, sparkles, with magic, no, eh? That's one, eh? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still a kid's show. So, the plot is fairly predictable. So, from the movie reviewer side, I would say it's a 6.5 at very best. But 6.5 as, as, a reviewer. as a reviewer. It's not a bad show, but I cannot I cannot give it like a really high score based on everything in it because it's not a show meant for my demographic. I like gritty stuff. I like blood. I like gore. I like explosions. It's, and you might like uh, Blade Runner then. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I'm not the right demographic. So if you were to ask me to watch it like 20 years ago, maybe, maybe I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But as a fan, I would give it an 8 because I see loads of references. The characters are likable. The designs are nice. It's something I know and something that I love. So as a, as a fan, I, I I enjoy it a lot more. So that's my that's basically my take on it. Yeah, and I can totally agree. Like if I were in a situation where I was quote unquote dragged in to watch something that I don't really <laughs> understand, I will view it as a casual. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if you know some certain details about X movie, then you'll give it Y score. So yeah, I it's understandable. Yeah. Because like as fans, we're all naturally biased. So. Yes, totally, totally. <laughs> so, well, that's our quote-unquote discussion for the first... Well, technically, it's not the first My Little Pony movie. That was way back when, when they did the My Little Pony movie. The very first one. Uh, wow. I'm trying to remember the very first My Little Pony. I can't remember it right now. Uh, Why it has something that? to do with Firefly getting a human to the pony world. Uh, oh, oh that, that. Uh, Escape uh, from Katrina uh, Manor or something? No, 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 no. It, Wait, Firefly getting a, a human a human friend? Isn't it's that moves. no? That, that's Midnight Castle. Uh, I don't remember, but still, um, that was the first My Little Pony movie in theaters. I'm talking about the 2017 <laughs> one. Okay. So, um, fair enough. Uh, so that's our thought and discussion for that movie. And well, if you guys would like to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/MBSShow. Um, I'm guessing I'll be putting this one out on Patreon before I put it on YouTube. But still, um, you. Can do so by mentioning patreon.com slash MBS show, and with every support, you guys can get early access to this, exclusives and deleted contents, and also a huge thanks from me. And talking about thank yous, I would like to thank Burger Cat, Nandrakatorius, Starship, and also Master of Black. Thank you guys for the awesome support. So, anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. This is Jewel Eater Dragon. And Ash. And we'll guys catch you next time with another episode of MBS show. See ya! Bye. Later.